So in this special bonus segment that I'm providing for you guys, um, it's a little excerpt from an interview that I did with the Servo Technology, aka UHIT. They specialize in uh, recognition and decision-making training for baseball and softball players. Something that I actually now offer either in my remote program or in any of my my labs that I do for my teams. So being able to accurately assess what's going on visually is not something that's ever been easy, and it's still not easy. But there's some ways that just make it more fun for athletes to want to do it, and it gives us a place to start. So what I found is that, you know, we're putting a whole lot of emphasis into um, all of the physical metrics of what happens with the body, what happens with the bat, either pre-contact or post-contact, and all that stuff is great. But the things that precede that, the things that are the most difficult to measure are what happens visually, how we perceive what we saw, and how fast our brain can process it. And a lot of times, the speed of the brain or the speed of thought is going to be the thing that really contributes who can play at what level. Because the people who are playing in the high championship level of any sport are just better visually at processing than everybody else. And you don't necessarily have to have the perfect swing. In fact, most of the people that have perfect swings are usually the ones that can't even hit. But yet we put so much into that. But there's a balance. I don't think it's an either or, but we have to start to recognize both. And in this interview, I give a whole lot of insight into my thoughts on how I feel about the visual process and the cognitive process and how we can employ technology based on my 22 years of experience in studying vision with some of the best, brightest, smartest minds in the game and out of the game. Check it out. If you want more power, better vision, and a bulletproof mindset, then I would like to welcome you to CG+, Complete Games Online Player Development Center. Now, baseball and softball players of all ages and skill levels can access a multimedia experience providing education and instruction on your personal mobile platform. Rob Cruz has put together an online video portal, a remote hitting program, as well as a series of online hitting courses boasting a curriculum that features pitch recognition strategies, power, video analysis, mental skills, and then some. For more info, log on to www.cg.plus. That's www.cg.plus to find out how you can complete your game today. Welcome to the Transcending Sport Podcast with Rob Cruz, an audio experience bringing you interviews, conversations, and more from some of the most intriguing personalities in the sports world. And now, your host, Rob Cruz. So I think, like, being on plane for a pitch is 100% visual. Because, again, all of your visual uh, inabilities or all of your visual misinformation are always going to attribute or can, are always going to contribute to mechanical breakdowns. So usually when somebody has something going wrong in their swing, it's usually going to fall under the category first of vision because I'm doing this based on what I thought I saw. 
All we know is that all we know is perception. We don't know. We're not in someone else's brain to know exactly why they think that that thing is red and not orange. Like, why do you think that that's red? You know, I think it's orange. Why do you think it's red? Who am I to tell you that you're wrong? It's, it's your perception of it. You know how many times I've had an athlete, you know, come back, come back in the dugout and say, um, or they, they took a pitch and they think that it's, they think it's not, it wasn't outside. Or they thought it was, they thought it was outside and it wasn't outside and they went down looking. Dude, that was, that was, dude, that was right, that was like on the corner. No, that was two balls off. I'm telling you that, I'm telling you that was still on the corner. You know, so, or, or that was in the dirt or they didn't, they didn't think it was in the dirt or, you know, it's just, and it swung at a pitch and it's just like weird. It's like, how did you not see that that was in the dirt? <laughs> who's, but who's wrong though? I mean, I think, I think the athlete is always right because they, that's what they perceived. So, the, so I think when you have a program like you hit, you know, it, it's, it's going to tell you once you make that decision and, and, and you put that decision into the app. Obviously, the app knows where it was. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then, and then, if you're late, you're late. If you're on time, you're on time. Or I mean, or if you're fast, you're fast. And if you're not, you're not. And if you're accurate, you're accurate. And if you're not accurate, you're not accurate. So now we have something that's objectively giving you feedback. So it's not like you fighting with your dad in the car. You freaking chasing the high pitch. You chasing the high pitch. Well, you can't. Are you gonna argue with the app? If the app says it, if the app says it was high, it was high. So I think that 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 eliminates. I think the app helps us to eliminate the objectivity. I'm sorry, the subjectivity <laughs> um, of any doubt that you might have about where a pitch was because it's not going to be wrong. It's, it's not basing it off of perception. It's basing it off of facts. This is exactly where that pitch was, and the app is not wrong. So it's you're not it's not your perception versus someone else's perception. So just going off of that, like with um, whatever athletes you've been working with, and then once they use UHIT and like different technologies, have you found that they learn, they have started to learn more about themselves as hitters as far as like strengths and weaknesses, and then correspondingly been able to apply that to like on-field um, situations? That's funny. Um so here's what I usually do. I usually, when I interview an athlete, you know, a lot of this stuff that we're, that we're talking about, especially with the vision and the perception and the cognition, um, we have to ask questions to our athletes to find out the information. You can't put them on a video and find out because um, vision, cognition, and perception are the visual, those are the invisible mechanics. We don't see them. They're happening, in, they're happening under the hood. They're happening in their head, in their mind. So we have to ask the right questions to find out what the athlete thinks is happening. So if I ask an athlete, hey, um, I'm going to call out all nine spots in the strike zone. What do you think your batting average is on all those pitches? Is it like high? Is it in the middle somewhere? Or is it really, really low? And then when I do front toss with that athlete, just front toss, like, you know, 20, 15, 20 miles an hour front toss, maybe 25. Um and I move the ball around and then I go back to like a rap soda or something. And I look at, you know, he, this, this guy's hitting the ball hard in these spots, but he's not hitting the ball hard in those spots. That's normally, normally doesn't really match up with what they told me. Right. And, and therefore they really don't know. They really don't really have that self-awareness of where their strengths and weaknesses really are. 
And, and that, that, that range, that happens when I'm working with the best athletes to the worst. They just really don't know. Or I'll ask that hitter that question, and then I'll look over at the parent that's sitting over to the side, and they'll be like, no, that's not true. I've watched this kid hit all her life, or all his life, and they suck on a ball lowing in. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I think athletes have a different perspective for whatever reason on what they think they're doing. And I think with, with, with the technology now that we have, and particularly you hit, um, you know, it gives you a, a real idea of having a place to start. Okay, let's let's take this let's take this uh, assessment, this you hit assessment, um, and then we're gonna from that we're gonna be able to get an understanding of where your strengths and weaknesses are and what the app says, and then I'm gonna interview you and I'm gonna and then I'm gonna say okay after we interview, let's see if it matches up with what the app says, and then and then they're gonna say it's either gonna match up or it's not, and and that's a good place to start, you know. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think um, the technology is gonna help us to. Be able to get the accurate, the accurate, get more accuracy in helping the, our athletes to be a lot more self-aware. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty much the whole whole purpose of like visual stuff. Is you know, like I think a lot of people are a little bit torn on whether or not you can truly train like tens of a second. Um, I've had a lot of pushback on that with. Um, teams I've worked for in the past Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as just giving an athlete general awareness of what they do do well and what they can't do well um, I think is maybe an area where like you hit is going to have some some success Um, so let me tell you this though Blaine and and I'm going to be perfectly um, honest with you here Um, I think this is, I don't think, I actually know for a fact that if I have 100 hitters that I put through the U-Hit program, I'm going to have a variation of how how many people I can help and how I help those people. Right. Yeah. So I found, I found that throughout the years and just using so many different softwares and so many different technologies in the area of vision and visual assessments and cognitive, cognitive assessments, um, that just because a person does really well on a particular app doesn't mean they're going to be this great phenomenal hitter. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just because someone does really poorly on an app on the app doesn't mean that they can't hit. Yeah, um, no, but I, 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 I think in yeah, and I think that in it in its own way, you know, and this is where the experience of the coach comes in. We have to be able to discern and understand how this app is going to help specific athletes with specific visual tasks. And the higher level you play the game, the task complexity changes. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And U-Hit becomes more relevant for the players that are playing on a really high level because they have less time. The, The ball is in flight for a lot less time. Uh-huh. And it becomes a lot more relevant. That's, that's interesting because they've had, I know they've had more success in more amateur realms of baseball than they have. They've had a really difficult time breaking in um, with a lot of like major league teams. Um, they get a lot of pushback from those guys, um, primarily um, in terms of just realism and their players. Um, 
kind of like wanting things to appear real and they have had a lot of success in like kind of the college high school range a lot of maybe like some lower level minor league players as well but at the same time like you just said that it becomes more useful as yeah you know why though and here's why i say that and and i would it's naturally naturally you would think that but those guys don't but those guys don't have degrees in 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 neuroscience and neuro studies like they have no idea how much the imagination or the part that the actual human imagination plays in sports because it's all about being able to predict it's all about who can predict the fastest and the most accurately of what's where the ball is going to be so if, if i have a if i'm better at predicting than you are where it's going to be when and when it's going to be there i'm a better player than you defend defensively and offensively hands down yeah and that's yeah. just that's just common but you talking to, you talking about guys who are you know athletes who probably majored in like i don't know communications or sports management they didn't they didn't major in like studying the brain and how the brain processes information and neuroscience and things like that those guys aren't you know pre-med majors these guys are like majoring in baseball you know what i'm saying or or, or they're majoring in some kind of sports kind of uh type of thing so like you know you the understanding that the people who put this these apps together and people who put this technology together these people are freaking good at what they do they know what they're doing so they're not just going to come out with an app just to kind of be like BS you, you know. Obviously, there are a lot of stuff that out there that is BS, but, you know, this is one thing. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have done my, you know, I've done, I've done my research. So, um, but I was probably the hardest person that anybody could ever sell on, a, on an app like this because I want to be so much more critical than anybody else. And I, I probably put Jason and those guys through the ringer. Like, what's taking this guy so long? Why won't this guy pull the trigger? <laughs> but that's just because I, I'm, I'm very, very careful about what I... Um, I'm not a follower, so it doesn't really matter to me whether Major League Baseball accepts it or not. I'm looking at it through my lenses, based on the information that I have, based on what I actually know, based on what I've studied, based on my experience, um, to decide whether or not I feel like this can help my athletes. And that's just that's just the way I do things. So I mean, and, and most people are most people in the world do things based on what everyone else does, and their question first becomes, well, what's everyone else doing? You know, so, so that's 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 just yeah. that's just the, that's just the psychology of the consumer, which is normal. Right. Though. That's normal. All right, well, let me ask you this: yep. um, with like predictive models and like baseball and stuff and all like the data science things, like do you think like a lot of like more pitch recognition neuroscience metrics um, can be incorporated into those to build like offensive? like predictive models um, in professional baseball, even even college baseball. There's a lot of college programs who have analytics teams now. So, like, do you think that that is something that can be incorporated there? I'll tell you, I'll tell you where it's going to go. I'm usually about 90% accurate in terms of where things are going. Um, it's just a matter of when. It's, right. it's, it's, it's going to come, it's going to eventually evolve into hitters wearing specific types of goggles or specific glasses that are going to be able to determine and be able to track and measure specifically what the eyes have done and what the eyes have, and when the eyes did it. And, right. and be able to track exactly where each eye is going and how fast they're getting there. 
and what route the eyes are taking to get there. That's good. That, that's going to be the metric. That's going to be the measurable metric. That's going to become the actual baseline, if you will, for determining who can play where, whether it's a quarterback seeing the field, whether it's a, um, a shortstop or a third baseman um, seeing a ball off of a bat, um, you know, just all those all those different things. So, you know, that's kind of where I, I see it going um, in terms of the apps that, you know, the apps that we're employing now, like these particular apps, um, you're going to have to do them in like with, like a v, with some VR goggles because we're going to want to make it a lot more real. And to, and to the point of the of those athletes, I can I can now stand up in my living room with the VR goggles on and go through the U Hit app, and go through the go through my innings and go through my 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 interventions uh, with the app on, but it's playing through my VR goggles. And now I get the feel. Now I got crowd noise playing. You know, it's, 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 and I got a, and I think something that's coming. I have a real pitcher um, going through an arm motion, and the right. arms, the arm slots are simulating that pitch. So if it's the two seam fastball, the arm slot is in the arm slot of a two seam fastball or a slider. You know, and if it's right, it's the right handed pitcher. It's the right handed pitcher. If it's the left handed pitcher, it's the left handed pitcher. And I think that's where it's the natural progression to being quote unquote more real is going is gonna is gonna take place. Okay. So with just like VR products, like tell me like a little bit more like what VR products you're familiar with, like baseball softball ones. Um I don't I'm not none of them there's none that I'm familiar with. <laughs> but I, but and I know that I know that there's some that are out there, but I think that's where it's gonna go. And like anything else, you like you hit'll you hit'll be there. I think I think you, you you evolve. I mean, you got to start somewhere, though. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody in, in any in any business is exactly where they were two years ago now, or even a year ago now. And I think two years from now, if you're progressive, you're not going to be where you are now. Two years from now, so <laughs> I think you know. But that's where it's going to go, for sure. Right. Right. So you think everything's going specifically to like VR for purposes of realism. I think then, I think either VR or the or the or the goggles with the sensors in the goggles that are tracking eye movement. I think for sure, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So like So I'm question, I, Yeah, go ahead. A question I got from uh, a team earlier like this year was like what tool like for like baseball terminologies, like what tool you hit products are going to help develop the most? Do you think there's a specific one, or do you think, like, depending on the player and their abilities, it's either going to be the, like the hit or the power tool, not necessarily one or the other? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't understand that question. Power tool? What do you mean? Just like, like, just like from it's like from a major league team so like they they grade the guys on like the hit power speed so like they want to know what product oh okay okay i got you so right now as we speak um i use another system called right eye um and right eye is it's like a it's like a big tablet The, the hitter sits in front of it and it takes them through an assessment a visual acuity assessment depth perception contrast sensitivity uh, circadian movements up and down, left and right, decision making, accuracy of decision making, 
piss discrimination or object discrimination. Um, and then it gives you a score, a global score. And um, it also creates a training program, a customized training program for each athlete that um, goes through the test. And it uh, is using, it's doing this test based on um, brain health. There's a sports vision component to it. And what it does is tracks each eye individually and together with eye teaming and how fast the eyes are moving, how fast the brain's processing what it saw and the accuracy of the response. So basically baseball has already employed that um, as a part of their, their player development pipeline um, to assess how the, um, how the uh, USA baseball players are able to perform visually. And again, it's, it's a really great device. I mean, they're using it for autism, they're using it for dementia, they're using it for Parkinson's disease, uh, reading, people with reading problems, um, concussion. It's a certified medical device. I mean, it's great. But in the two and a half years that I've been affiliated with, with them and, and been working with it and using it with my athletes specifically, you know, I'm just not 100% certain that for baseball and softball because of the specificity of the tasks, that are needed to hit a baseball and a softball, it's really addressing that unique task. But it does give me some insight, what I thought in terms of how I felt about it, into the abilities or inabilities of each athlete to focus. So I feel like the athletes who are really good at just focusing fared better on the testing, but it didn't mean that they were a better hitter than the athletes who sucked on the test but then they, they hit the crap out of the ball when they're in the game. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's so many, it's really hard to, just to, this is just a hard area because in hitting is such a mental game. There's, there's so many things that are going on in terms of, you know, what hitters are good at, what hitters are good at for whatever reason. And it's not always visual, but I think the hitters that are really, really good, um, vision plays, vision obviously, vision and cognition play a big part in that. So it's, it's, really, it's really a touchy situation. Like it's hard to really get facts and say, like we know that if we know that if um, we know for a fact that if you hit a ball with a certain amount of bat speed if it, and this ball's coming in at a certain speed, like you're going to hit and you square it up, you're going to hit it with a specific exit velocity. Those are facts. Like we know that if a pitch that has a particular spin rate and it's coming out at a particular velocity is going to have a specific break angle. We know that those are facts. But the one thing that's not actual and factual is the whole vision, perception, cognition part, because that is way too gray. That's way too, um, there's just way too many variables involved in that. And it's not 100% accurate every single time because the other factors that are contributing to why people are successful or not in hitting, you know, it's just way too many other factors. Right. You know, so are we getting closer to understanding it? Yeah, but there's sleep. I mean, there's sleep data, people who are fatigued are much slower cognitively. So if I didn't get enough sleep, if I had too much to drink the night before and I'm going to play a game, if I hung out till four in the morning and then I got to go play a 1.30 p.m. game and I had to be at the field by 9.30, 10 o'clock for BP, that's gonna, that's gonna affect my decision-making at the plate. Of course it is. If, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm a horrible sleeper, that's gonna, that's gonna affect my, um, my decision-making at the plate as well. So I think there's so many different things other than just vision by itself. Um, that lend to the success of, a, of what a person can do visually and cognitively. Right. Just getting back to just like my 
right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could tell your players just to do like one thing with like visual um, and like pitch recognition training right now, like what would you tell them to be working on? Would it be the same for everybody, but be different? Well, I, I, well, I think it definitely would not be the same for everyone, for everyone. But um, I, I consider the I consider the the eyes to be the one of the most important parts of the camera system. So the camera system for the body would be obviously the head, right? And everything that's happening in the head is pretty much the eyes, what the eyes are doing, what the brain is doing, um, the position of the head. Am I am I do I have binocular visual? Uh, abilities are my eyes level am I using both eyes at the same time am I getting the best eye teaming um, and I think the app the you hit app cover kind of makes it fun because here's the deal let's be real if I if I gave a hundred kids an assignment all 100 kids are not gonna do the assignment but I feel like if the app is fun and which is why I like I, I, I appreciate that you hit has gamified the experience the kids are probably more likely to do it because it's just like they're playing a game. It's not It's not necessarily like they're working. They're just kind of, let me go play on this uh, softball or my, my baseball app and kind of get a, get some get some reps in. <laughs> you know, as opposed to if I give them something else to do, they may or may not do it because now they got to leave the couch. Because to be honest, to be honest, everybody does. Everybody doesn't really have that work ethic. And what I found um, was what was happening now, even with the remote training thing, is, and in my experience with remote training, is that I'll give somebody will sign up for remote training, and then they'll do nothing. They won't. They won't do what they have to do. Because there's a discipline involved in that. And most people are not. Most people are just not disciplined. They're just not. Yeah, so they're probably more likely to do it if it's you hit because, like I said, the game, the whole gamified experience, um, makes it a little more fun. So yeah, probably. All right, right on. Um, I think I have um, all the questions that I have. I mean, do you have like any <laughs> other questions or anything I can uh, like pass along to you, like Jason and Jordan? Um, Nah, they, those guys have been great, and, and and they've been very patient with me because <laughs> I've I've taken them through the ringer with questions and and, and, and all kinds of things. <laughs> right, yeah, no, that's, I'm, I'm sure they I'm sure they enjoyed that. Okay, so yeah, I'm good, man. Thank I appreciate your your time because I always like yeah. talking about this stuff, and uh, hopefully yeah, I appreciate you too. Hopefully, I was helpful. Yeah, you, you definitely were. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, have a, have a good day. All right, you too. All right, bye. Thank you.